Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is our seventh heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about season ten, episode five of Seventh Heaven. The title is "The Rats Out the Bag." Our IMDb user synopsis is. Kevin was happy to perform at a kid's party in a Riverton rat costume, but when Matt hears Lucy is visiting Simon, prods him along to spy and soon finds Eric doing the same, alas, equally clumsily. Rose knew Lucy came for Sandy, so Martin's secret gets spread. Meredith gets Ruthie to find out if Martin disconnects his cell phone because he has another, while he is considering his options whether to play baseball full-time in his senior year semester, as he already has enough credited courses. What was your first impression? Um, I think this was probably the most um, kind of back-to-basics-esque episode of 7th Heaven. I felt like it had a lot of callbacks to the way the, like, the Camden family has like previously been portrayed as like, oh, everybody's like really spy-y and sneaky and into like like, weird family adventures, and it was fun to see basically almost every single person back, as, no, everybody was back except for Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Surprise, surprise Matt is in this episode. Yeah. Also, Barry Watson directed this episode. I don't think this is the first episode Barry Watson's directed, though. It is not, no. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I guess we can get into the cold open. Which has Kevin dressed up as a rat. Roscoe Riverton, the rat, who, I don't know, when they first were talking about this, I thought it was, like, a children's TV show, but then he was like, it's a superhero. Um, So, he's in this costume because one of the mothers at his Mommy and Me class has asked him to perform at a birthday party where he is, like, one of many costumed characters that will perform And Lucy is getting ready for a trip because she is going to visit Simon, or so she tells Kevin. Uh, And the the big dispute is Kevin is is obligated to go to this birthday party, and somebody needs to watch Savannah because it's like an older kid's birthday party. And also Kevin is going to be, like, entertaining, so he won't be able to watch her. So Lucy is like, I can't do it. We're still in the cold open. Oh, yeah. No, I I totally forgot what was the cold open. (laughs) Well, okay. Because he's in the rat costume the whole time. I know. Okay, so, like, everything that Aaron said so far is... A part Not of the, the cold. Oh, it no, is. Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, all of this is basically set out in the conversation between Matt and um, Kevin. And Matt basically goes, look at yourself and look at your life, man. Like, you used to be, like, a great police detective and or cop or whatever. And, like, remember being in blue? And now you're hanging out with mommies all day and re- wearing rat costumes. Like, let's get back you and let's get you back into the game. And we learned that Kevin loves his life, so... He's not looking to change. Also, no reason for why Matt is visiting. Uh, yeah, that's... Well, yeah, I think Kevin even says that yeah. at a certain point. It might... Maybe not on this particular scene, but Kevin is like, well, look at you. You're not that... And no, he's like, you have time to leave medical school. To, oh, because Matt's like, what the hell is Roscoe River, Riverton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I don't get to watch children's shows in between, like, shifts. And Kevin's like, well, what the hell are you doing here if you don't have any time to take off from work? So that's the cold open. It doesn't really set up anything else for the rest of the episode, only that, like, Kevin is Kevin and Matt are going to get up to some sort of mischief later on. But um, we're going to get the focus away from this kind of big storyline focused on 
Simon and that college and Sandy and them all and talk about things that are ha- happening back in Glen Oak. So uh, Meredith is back for this episode. Yeah. And she is concerned about her relationship with uh, Martin. Remember that in the last episode, we finally found out that Ruthie wants to get with Martin. So now everything Ruthie does to, like, quote-unquote, help the relationship of Eminem, that's what I'm calling them from now on, well, oh. <laughs> um, it can be seen as, like, suspicious or conniving or manipulating. So yeah. we'll see about that. But basically, Meredith is insecure because Martin never picks up his phone. <laughs> Well, the, the, I think the weird part is it's not that he doesn't pick it up. It's like he doesn't have it with him. So she's like, he doesn't pick it up when I call him. And then when we go on dates, he doesn't have it with him. And I'm like, that is odd. But I don't know. So, But it's like, you know, it's like shady behavior in that, like, why can't you just have your phone with you? It's like you don't want somebody to be calling when you're with me. And Ruthie's like, I'll talk to him about it. So Ruthie talks to Martin. Um and it's a very interesting scene because you kind of see Ruthie being like, so you don't like anyone else? <laughs> um, not anyone? But Martin is like, oh, you know, it's I just don't like having my phone and things are weird. I'm just getting used to the fact that my dad is here and stuff. But I'll talk to her. I also think that it's, like, believable that, um, because when this kind of does, when this, like, Martin-Ruthie dynamic blows up, Martin is like, acts like he was totally ignorant to it this whole time but looking back at like all the hints or whatever that Ruthie drops other than like the whole fake back and forth like I want to date Mac and then she was like no but I don't want to date Mac Mm -hmm. um like it's totally believable that Martin wouldn't pick up on any of this because at this point he's like thinks everybody knows about Sandy so when Ruthie's like are you sure you don't like anyone else like he's probably thinking like oh shit she knows um so they have a they have a conversation and it kind of ends with hey i'm really glad that you're still my friend like i have a girlfriend but i it's still important to me that you're my friend ruthie which has ruthie's brain turning the gears are turning in her brain and the final real real big end storyline of this is or and well no because then we have well so yeah, oh, no, never mind, we already talked, like, yeah, yeah well, never mind, go on. I was like, the, like, the real big end for this is this car conversation uh, between Meredith and Martin after Meredith has come... From the, the dentist. From the dentist. I don't understand why this and was she, a plot point also. I don't know, and she kept holding her face, like, when they first opened on the scene, she was, like, holding her face, and it looked like he could have, like, just slapped her or something, and it did not, because she wasn't saying anything, she was just like, oh. It was such a, I, I don't understand why they did it, like, the de- dentist I did not add anything to it, other than the fact that like she was like constantly covering her face i wonder if it was like, like and also just like for her to have like the plot point of being like yeah i was a foster child but now that i'm adopted i have health care so i have to have a lot of dental work done because i haven't had uh like dental coverage my entire life <laughs> which was yeah. again not relevant like we remember the storyline we were all there yeah we know that you, you have parents now um so there's a few there's a few like conversation points that that are touched upon in this scene. First of all, they love each other. Aww. Well, that's like happens in the end. But Meredith, like, uh, I forget really how it gets going because Martin initiates it where he's like, "No, I'm not interested in anyone else. I'm not interested in seeing anyone else." I think it's because he doesn't have his phone with him at that moment or something, and she says something about it. 
And he's like, oh, it's just, I don't want, he was, oh, I think he says, like, I'd been getting, like, a lot of annoying calls or something that I didn't want to get. And then Meredith is like, oh, or is it because you're seeing other girls and you don't want other girls to call me, call you while you're with me? And he was like, no, I'm not, he was like, I'm not. And she was like, oh, is that, I don't know, somehow she's, like, gets to, like, she gets to, oh, it's that Sandy girl. And he was like, no, I don't want her to call me. Like, that's why I don't, like, I don't know, Meredith gets a little bit upset. And I'm like, why would she be upset about the fact that he doesn't want to speak to this other girl. Well, Martin basically says that he wishes that he hadn't dated some of the girls that he had dated in the past. Oh, right. That's how we get to it. And Meredith is like, well, the only reason you would think that was because you ended up having sex with them, which that's not the only reason. <laughs> but like, okay. Yeah, like, oh, I can't remember anyone who, other than Cecilia that Martin dated. But like, who oh, could be... fucking, what's her face? Uh, Katie Cassidy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. He didn't have sex with Katie, Katie Cassidy, Cassidy, but if I were him, I would look back and be like, I shouldn't have dated Katie Cassidy. <laughs> like, that was probably a mistake. Uh, but... Oh, that, like, so, I, and then Meredith's like, Ruthie told me that you said you weren't going to have sex till marriage. And I was like, well, how did that come up yeah. in conversation? But, yeah, okay, whatever. So it gets revealed that's, that Martin and Sandy had sex, and she calls Sandy that hoochie mama. <laughs> yeah, and she would use stronger words, but she's a feminist. <laughs> yeah, basically. She doesn't believe in calling other women bad names. Um, so... The, basically, the takeaways here are Ma- uh, Martin has, like, admitted to some of the truth in that, yeah, him and Sandy had sex, but he does not want her anymore. They love each other, and, yeah. It's going to be great. Oh, and, and yeah, they, they kind of get to this this conversation, wait, going backwards, it kind of does start with, uh, she's like, oh, do you want to have any kids? I always knew that I want to have a big family, uh, and I can't believe there are people who have kids who don't want them, and, like, Martin's like, Mwah. And it's kind of all this thing, uh, it's meant to make uh, make Martin feel guilty about whatever the hell is happening with Sandy. Yeah. So that's everything that's happening in Glen Oak. Um, let's but go on with, the road. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of like a conglomeration of like three different storylines together, or actually four, I guess. So we're going to talk about it in the best way that we can. So the main gist is Lucy has told the Rev... Um, Kevin and Matt, that she's going to up to visit Simon. She's not visiting Simon. She's visiting Sandy. Uh, uh, nobody knows that. Yeah. I mean, th- like, well, no. Okay, so the Rev thinks there must be something wrong with Simon again because he just can't stop getting in trouble, and Rose probably didn't move out, and she's probably pregnant, and he's probably getting kicked out of school again. Whatever. So... Uh, and I don't know exactly what Kevin and Matt go. I think Matt's just like, this is suspicious. Like, I want to find out what's... Well, Matt calls Simon being oh. like, sorry, I couldn't come with Lucy. And Simon's like, Lucy's coming? So then Matt's like, oh, Lucy didn't tell you she's coming? So, like, Lucy was lying. And also because, remember, we're trying to get Kevin's mojo back. So they're trying to go on a, as they a like to call out. Yeah, a caper. Well, I, yeah, a staker. A caper. So, everybody follows Lucy... I guess, well, you know, what kind of plot twist would it be if Lucy said she was going to visit Simon and she left to go cheat on Kevin and then... With Sandy. (laughs) And then then Kevin showed up in the rat costume and was like, this is why she's cheating on you with Haley Duff. Yeah, also, please remember that... um, Also, I just want to put it out there because you brought it up. There is fan fiction that crosses Beverly Mitchell with Hillary Duff. But uh, not Haley. Yeah, if anybody's interested. Interestingly enough... Jessica Biel also features, along with the Olsen twins, pretty much all people who were on 7th Heaven except for Hilary Duff. 
I guess, yeah. I guess it was wishful thinking. Maybe on that it was a typo. <laughs> Maybe. Um, remember that all of this is happening while Kevin is in his rat costume. He follows Lucy. He, they're walking around this campus while he's in this rat costume. Um, so they get there and they see that he, she's not talking to Simon. She's talking to Sandy. So the conversation with Sandy is basically Lucy saying, hey, Martin's in high school. You can Yeah, don't bank on him, like, stepping up and, like, being around for this baby for, like, 18 years because, uh, or, like, I guess, I think a little bit, too, was, like, Lucy, well, Lucy was basically, like, uh, adjust your expectations because, uh, what's her, uh, Sandy is, like, uh, oh, I need, I, like, I don't have anyone right now, and I, like, she's, like, Martin is handsome, and I'm certain he's the father of the baby, and if he would just, like, talk to me, things would be fine, and we could figure things out. And Lucy's like, you need to tone down the crazy because this isn't going to happen because he's like 17 and doesn't care about you. Yeah. So Sandy's whole thing is, is she wants them to have a relationship and get together and get married. But obviously that's not going to happen because they don't want to get married to each other and they don't have a relationship. Like they had, it was casual sex. So Lucy isn't saying, oh, Martin gets a cop out and can like not. Have, like not take responsibility but don't expect yeah like you're th- you're dreaming too far yeah like he'll support you i'm sure and there'll be other things involved but you can't expect like to get you're not gonna be a big happy family yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and that's what and sandy kind of has a sob story about how she's been alone all her life and that's why she's keeping the baby blah 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 and then i don't know what happened at the end but she was like i'm gonna call my dad he's in la yeah uh because for some reason she thinks he can help her um, and I think this father figure is the person who Lucy ends up calling at the end of the episode, but I guess we'll find out. Um, so Lucy figures out that she's being followed cause she hears the cry of a baby who sounds suspiciously like Savannah. And this is when she spots a rat's tail in the form of an actual rat's tail. So she does storming, but she storms very, very far and it's a weird, awkward scene and as she is going to where she sees Kevin hiding behind a tree, she sees the Rev hiding behind a different tree um, and does her little, you know, flustered Lucy noise. Uh, then she's like, you know, you're all unbelievable. This is not okay. Please leave me alone. Um, I'm not Lucy Camden, your sister, or I'm not Lucy Kingkirk, your wife. I'm Reverend Lucy Kingkirk right now, and you need to let me be independent, and do my job. So they all, like, scurry away, uh, but Lucy. they've discerned something from what's going on. And Lucy goes back to talk to Sandy, which is when she learns that Rose and Simon are engaged. engaged. Or that he bought her a ring, because, like, they said that they were, like, I guess they've sort of been engaged since they decided that they would get married in May of 2007. <laughs> yes. But um, now she has a ring. So Lucy is furious. Um, I guess back, like we can cut back to because before, before Lucy goes to confront Simon, <clears throat> back in Glen Oak, the Rev gets home and Annie. Well, Annie calls uh, the 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 men and is like, "I can't believe you. You all suck. Leave Lucy alone." Uh, and when the Rev gets back, he's like, "I'm very relieved that it seems like Simon isn't having any problems." But he's like, "Oh well, Sandy's definitely pregnant." Because she's like, what, you know, 
I don't know, two, three months pregnant now, and they can all tell. Also, you- they've all met her once, so I don't know how they're gauging, like, you know, she, her, how large her abdomen should be or not. Like, I don't think any of them would really remember or be able to tell. And then Matt, who has never met Sandy before, has the same, he's like, oh, I can tell. He tells Kevin, he's like, well, that Sandy girl's pregnant. And Kevin's like, how do you know? And he's like, well, I'm a doctor. And I was like, you literally have never met this girl before in your life. And it's not like she's like really showing. She's not showing at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they gave her like a little something like, or she was like trying, like or they padding. told her to like try to stick her lower abdomen out. Um, but generally they don't really show, like she's still wearing kind of tight clothing. Whereas like if she were really showing, from what I've learned when I watched, when Teen Mom was on the air, well, like, teen when they were actually teens, mm-hmm. when they all started showing, they were all like, I'm just going to wear baggy clothes, and no one at high school will know, um, until they couldn't wear baggy clothes anymore. So, um, Lucy then goes to Simon's place, where she confronts Simon about this news, and the kind of ongoing joke about how Lucy's always the last Camden to find anything out is played at, but Simon never admits to anything, but Lucy knows. And Simon has to know that Lucy knows, yeah. by the way, she's discussing this. And we have a weird scene between Lucy and Rose, where Lucy's like, why doesn't anybody like me? And Lucy's like, well, maybe it's because you don't seem to have Simon's best interests at heart. And Rose is gaslighting everyone. <laughs> But why? Mm-hmm. I don't what, what do you what, think? What do you think her end game is? I don't know. Well, she made it seem like she might be a gold digger because she was like, "Oh, well, yeah, you married." Uh, oh, she's like Kevin, Kevin because time. well, she she makes all these parallels that we you, like. Tanvi made a few episodes about how Lucy has this class at the church, and she's like, "Don't get married until you're out of college." But she did that, and then she's like, "Don't have a baby until you're out of college." But she did that. So Rose is like, "Well, you know, why can't? Why do you think Simon and I are too young? You got married when you were in college." Uh, and, and Lucy's like, yeah, well, Kevin's older than me. He had been working longer. Uh, Rose is like, what? And also he's loaded. Um, and Lucy's just like, that's not really any of your business. Um, but I don't really get, uh, I, I didn't get the idea that she's like a gold digger. I mean, she I don't says, either. I don't she either. says, she says that Simon, I think she just says like, oh no, the only time when finances come up is when, uh, Sand when Lucy is like, how did Simon get the money to buy yeah. a ring? And Sandy <laughs> yeah. and Sandy's like plastic, and she does this gesture, which is supposed to be a credit card being swiped through the machine. Rip swiping credit cards because everyone's got a chip now. Um. So it's I th- okay. The whole thing is Rose knows that the family doesn't want them to get married because the family doesn't like her. And she's like, but I don't understand it. But I think it's very obvious because no one likes her. We recently posted, we've been posting some pictures of Rose on our social media. And a lot of people are like, oh, I hated this character. Uh-huh. So like. No, uh, I think universally. Yeah. Hate, and, and then I don't know why this happened. Yeah, it's, I don't get it like either. A, a baffling. Why did they make Rose like to be universally unliked by everyone, including the characters on the show? And it doesn't even seem like Simon, like Simon doesn't seem like he dislikes her, but he definitely doesn't seem like he likes her. So, is it the sex? It can't be that good. Are they even having Didn't sex? They, oh, Aren't they after waiting? they got after they got engaged? I think they started having, having sex. sex because she was able to move in. Remember? And yeah, then, yeah. For uh, like a hot second in the twin bed. But basically, even Sandy and Lucy like like admit that it's strange that uh, Simon bought her a ring, bought Rose a ring in order for Rose to move out. 
Like, right. that's weird. Um, but yeah, that is be it. it for the episode. Um, so what we're at right now is that Meredith knows that Sandy and Martin had sex. So everybody in the Camden family knows that Sandy is pregnant except for Ruthie. And yes. the twins, if, and may, probably Mary, she doesn't know. Uh, and Lucy knows that Martin is the father, so... And so does Simon. Right. But and no one else knows that, that it's Martin. Martin's baby. Um, so this is going to blow up Yeah, real this is quick. about to blow up real quick. Okay, so uh, to see how it blows up, list... Oh, wait, first, what, do you, what would you rate this episode? Uh, uh, for... Uh, Haley Duff's incredible acting, mimicking, swiping a credit card through <laughs> the terminal. Uh, 2.5. Oh, okay. I'll give it a 4.5. Whoa. I don't, I didn't note down what I gave the last uh, episode. I did not like the rat costume. Oh. Uh, generally. And I don't know why it was there or why they kept it on the entire time. Also, I just fine. can't, st- like, I don't, I don't know why you like Kevin now. I do. I do like Kevin now. He, he, every time he speaks, it just seems like he's, like, trying to sue the baby. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of, yeah. like, monotone and stale. And no. so he's, like, and it's, like, whispering. He's, like, well, honey. You know, it's just so, uh, I don't know, he's, like. Uh, I mean, he's not the best character, but I don't, I don't hate him as much as I used to. Um, and I don't know what that means. Is it Stockholm Syndrome? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, to see how everything erupts and how. Act, the actual rat is out of the actual bag because there were no rats out of bags in this one. Well, I mean, everybody knows that Sandy is pregnant, with the exception of Ruthie and Meredith. Um, that uh, oh, to, we will upload new episodes on Wednesday and Saturdays onto SoundCloud.com/slash CamdenCast, on Stitcher, and on the iTunes Apple Podcast app. Uh, if you want to check out those hate comments about Rose's character, you can check that out on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, um, at CamdenCast Show. We're also on Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Aaron. This is CamdenCast. Mm-hmm.